Hey guys, welcome to the London Rivals, your weekly podcast by two Mexican dudes that know exactly what they're not talking about. Um, today we have lined up for you guys, uh, you know, cool little show. Um, first of all, happy holidays or the beginning of holidays, right, Eddie? That's right. There you go. Um, Outside of that, uh, thank you for listening, guys. Uh, we'll be talking about, you know, the, the usual Premier League, dire times for Spurs. Merseyside Derby was one to really, like, just lose your head about. Man United continues to just look like straight Crabzola. Um, and then Wester, West Ham is reviving with uh, Chicharito doing his thing. Um, outside of that, we'll talk about Mexico, about Liga MX, excuse me, and um, how Aguilas and Pumas are on to the next round. Um, and finally, we'll talk about the midweek games because you guys know it's December. Games are hot coming in, man. So uh, we will be right back after this quick little break. Hi, guys. Thank you for waiting. Uh, you know the usual. Hi, man, one side of the mic. Eddie on the other, bro. What's up, man? How you been? And get us started. <laughs> I've uh, been doing good, man. Uh, we went over to your girl's uh, birthday party slash not really my birthday party, but also my birthday. It was definitely uh, your birthday. I yeah, said happy birthday to you. It was fun. It was fun. I had a good time. So thanks go. for inviting us over there. No problem. Uh, but let's get uh, right into the Premier League, right? Um, yes. I think the main game was Arsenal Spurs, North London uh, Derby. Don't disrespect and, uh, the, the the London Derby, bro. Come on. North London, yeah. Yeah, the North London was, the, I guess, the main one. I guess you're the right. Main. All right, all right, all right. Yes, the, uh, then disappoint 4-2, uh, and... I really like a really good game in in my point of view, um, mostly for Arsenal, obviously, but it just showed how how much they've come from uh, from even last year or you know the beginning of the year, you know, losing the, those two first games and showing a lot of character to come back from from being down two one. Uh, so I ha- I had a great time. I was watching the game in the morning. Uh, missed the first ten minutes though, but. Uh, like it was it was it was good I was like I found myself like yelling and stuff waking up I woke up the whole family and stuff and it, it was tight man I, I had a great time watching it were you able to watch it? Um, I don't think so no I think I was I was still asleep because I had a long night um, oh that's true yeah, you yeah. did go home a little bit earlier uh, than the most uh, you missed out on all the uh, extracurricular curricular festivities <laughs> uh, um, good time oh I was there dude that fool was that fool was at least seven foot tall oh yeah that guy was gigantic bro he was a fucking redwood buddy yeah, he was buddy. hella tall he, you should have seen one time he um, so by the way guys uh, we were at a bar in Oakland and this like Afro-Caribbean almost like you know club a lot of like uh, Champagne Jamaican stuff you know which is cool and a lot of Oakland stuff and there's this uh, no lie seven foot tall uh, African American gentleman that was the security guard actually for the place and not the security guard yes he was so later we found Why? out that he was the security guard hey man he ain't gonna miss nothing he was skying over yeah. everybody oh yeah he had the aerial view for yes, sure yes for sure dude and I was waiting the whole time that I was at this spot for him to walk out the door because I wanted to mm-hmm. see him bend over. He literally had to like 
leaned his head down to get yeah. under the door, bro. It was fantastic. I saw him come out of the bathroom and he like that's how I first noticed him. He he like bent down over the door frame <laughs> to get out of you know just get out of the bathroom. I was yeah. like holy shit, this dude is <laughs> yeah, gigantic. freaking tall. Yeah, dude. He he was like Peter Crouch, bro. Peter Crouch, man. <laughs> he's taller. He's way taller than Peter. Way taller. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways, um, I didn't see, but I did see the highlights and, and the kind of the extended highlights of the game and um Obama Yang playing this game was so key to how Arsenal broke um Tottenham apart in the second half. Um especially when the introduction of Lacazette and Ramsey came in. Cause Ramsey had ended ends up having two assists and Lacazette mm-hmm. had like the Tottenham defender so worried that they just literally allowed like uh Aubameyang to run off, run off, run off. And I think Aubameyang could have had like four goals, honestly, um, looking at the game overall. Only ended up having two. Um, but there was some interesting goals. Like even Lacazette's goal, he like slipped and shot it and it like yeah. Squibbled into the left corner Um, And I had a question for you For I feel like Obviously this is the best performance um, From Arsenal Right Especially after After like the Chelsea game Where it was kind of the same idea It was like boom 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 And then Chelsea took the lead And then this time It was the other way around You guys got the better Tottenham Like We just got demolished by Tottenham Like Just last week And now you guys Tap that ass Right Like Um how do you do you feel like this was just a one off or do you feel like uh Arsenal is really becoming that that team that's going to like you know clean house and and beat Chelsea and and start beating Liverpool and stuff like that how do you feel like this development under I was about to call him sorry under um <laughs> under what's his face that I can't remember Emery. his name Emery thank you um is going uh, well, I think this was a great game, first of all. Um, this is the way particularly Emery wanted to play this time around against Spurs with the high press, with the uh, starting off heck of fast. And like you said, Obama was the perfect person to lead, you know, that kind of high pressure um, kind of attack, you know, and um, and yeah, they started off heck good. I think it was like the first 20, 25 minutes they were they're pressing up high. And even after that, they still pressed high, but they just, it wasn't full throttle. And then Spurs kind of came back. Uh, you know, they scored that one song had like one or two in the first half that he kind of missed. Um, you know, he dribbled through defenders and, and was able to put a, like a shot on target and, and kind of scare us. But I don't so did think- he dive? On that penalty? You know what? That was that was hecka tight. Like <laughs> a lot of people are saying he did. Well, I don't know, cause just cause of the angles of all the cameras and stuff. But like holding came in hella fast, and and you know he touched him. You know whether it was like hella like a light touch when you're coming in hella fast and you're both you know like two Ooh, yeah everything fast, looks hella over the top right will make you like fall over no yeah you know what I mean like you don't even need any help you just you just fall over but I mean I mean I, I would have given a PK just because like it you know it looked rash it looked it looked hard so you know and and he just about fell right away so so maybe it was maybe it wasn't I don't know and at the end of the day you know we still won 
Um, and so, so I'm not really mad about it. What I am mad about is, well, not really mad, but just the, how you're saying the overall, the way Arsenal has, has gone, uh, progressed is that they're back, they're back three, they're back four, whenever it is four, you know, it's not rock solid still. Right. You know what I mean, like they still need, they still need tons of work. They still let a lot of uh, balls through. They don't track back sometimes. They don't communicate. Um, you know what I mean? And they all, <laughs> like, I feel like it might just be like a language barrier because they all speak different languages. Like, you know, one's German, one's Greek, one's English, um, you know, for that game. And maybe, you know, when they're talking to each other, um, you know, their accents get in the way. You kind of like, well, you know, what what did he say? Does he have them or does he not have them? Or, you know, maybe, maybe that's it. You know what I mean? I don't know. But, um, you know, I think that's something that they still have to work on. And Arsenal's attack is just is just so good right now that, you know, letting those one, two goals in, you know, it doesn't matter because we just score, we'll score three or four or whatever. You know what I mean? So, so, um, so I think as far as progression, yeah, they've progressed a lot over the season. So it, it's good for them. Yeah. And uh, speaking on, uh, just you know players and progressing and stuff um i don't know if you knew this but also didn't play at all right and he hasn't played for like two or three games yeah two or three games uh Mm -hmm. he had a backache according to unai but that's i don't know that could be a lot of other things it might be but on top of that i mean i don't think uh and I wouldn't have played him anyways, just because of the the how how Ozo plays and how Emery wants wants um, Arsenal to play that game. You know, he's slow. He doesn't come back to. He doesn't track. He doesn't defend. You know what I mean? And and the best of times, he's um, you know it, you know not always there. He'll give you you know like 30, 40 minutes or something. You know what I mean throughout the game. So we everybody that played uh, that day on the weekend was there a hundred percent you know what i mean and and it was smart on emery too just because he made those substitutions um at the beginning of the second half taking out mickey and iwobi and putting in ramsey and like i said um just giving like i said time because he was hurt um and so bringing him back in slowly and that dude that made that makes so much, so much more difference too. Make big difference. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people said Tottenham or Pochettino got it right tactically against Chelsea last week, and clearly this week, although, um, excuse me, uh, clearly this week. Arsenal, although they didn't get it right at the beginning, Unai got it right in the second half. He got it perfect because you guys dominated that second half. Mm-hmm. Completely. And, yeah. And I think it was a lot of, to do with mistakes. It could have been a lot. It could have been the other way around, honestly, or, and, or it could have been a tie because a lot of things happened against Spurs, I think. Right. Uh, and uh, what's dire was in like the middle of all the action. You know what I mean? Like he scored that goal. He got that yellow card for. He pissed um, off the fans. Yeah, almost got into yeah. a brawl. That know, was beautiful. Yeah, he was in the brawl. You know what I mean? So he was, he was probably like the biggest, 
the biggest kind of like breakdown. Yeah, instigator, the breakdown of that team, even though he did play, you know, pretty well. And then it didn't help that Vertonghen got, you know, that second yellow for a red. And he got kicked and he got, you know, just sent off. Did he really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, towards the end of the game. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're just right. towards the end. So it wasn't like that much uh, time left, but but still, like, he got the yellow, or he got the red, and it just showed, you know, how um, not, in, you know, just bad luck was going their way, kind of. Right. Awesome. So that actually leaves you guys in fourth place above Spurs uh, by goal difference. And thanks to Arsenal, that leaves us, Chelsea, or me, Chelsea. Um, in third, uh, in third place with 31 points, um, Chelsea played Fulham, um, and this week we looked a little better. Um, the Angolo Kante syndrome of people saying, "Oh, he needs to play center defensive mid," blah 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 blah. It worked this week. He pressed high and appropriately, and he actually won the ball early in the game um, and had an assist for Pedro within four minutes. And then after that, that just kind of you know developed the game. Uh, accordingly and uh, we had a good goal from Ruben Loftus-Cheek which uh, they're mm-hmm. just calling for his name dude now he he wants to play he like needs to play you know um, Mateo Kovacic from Madrid needs to start putting in work because this kid's trying to take his spot I mean I like how Chelsea's game flow goes with Mateo but like Ruben Loftus-Cheek has been very clinical anytime he gets a, ch- a chance to play so um it's gonna be interesting, dude, because like we've we've talked about earlier in this in this podcast or throughout the podcast, like Chelsea's midfield is like pretty deep with you know Conte, Fabregas, Jorginho, Barkley, Kovacic, Ruben Loftus Cheek. Like, there's a lot of like you know players there to be able to maneuver, um, and and there's just even more players coming, you know that that like are playing outside of Chelsea. Uh, Mason Mount, um, Bakayoko's out there that's starting to play good again, although. Rumor has it that he will be sold to Milan, but so there's just a lot of these players in the midfield that Saudi might be able to use in the in the coming years, dude. If he he sticks around, so I don't know. I felt like it was a good one for Chelsea. I don't know if you got a chance to win that, watch that game. Actually, I watched that game because I couldn't fall asleep. Um, so I watched that, that game at yeah, four in the morning. At four in the morning, and then I <laughs> fell asleep right when the Arsenal game was about to start. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, definitely watch that. Um, I, you probably were clearly sleeping, so you didn't watch that game. Uh, so good thing I gave a whole, whole ass summary about it. No, but good game uh, for Chelsea. Another two points, just trying to keep the table tight because uh, Man City just keeps winning, yo. They just keep yeah, winning. They keep winning. There's no stopping them, dude. And you look at the schedule coming up and – you just you can't you can't see them losing a match, you know. Uh, maybe they drop a point against you know Liverpool. Uh, what in but, January? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. You know, and and that's it. But after that, you just you just can't see it. You know what I mean? Like essentially, same as last year. Like if a city gets into Easter with you know. With the amount of amount of points that they had last year, you know, ahead, you know, it's game over. Look, essentially, you know, it looks like this. Well, I don't think they have a hard fixtures or difficult fixtures. I mean, they play Chelsea this weekend. 
Um, but like they don't have a hard run of games. Like they have like little gaps. Like they play Chelsea, but then they're qualified for Champions League already. Uh, so they don't. They'll just put everything into the Chelsea game. But then it's like they play Everton, uh, Leicester, Crystal Palace, uh, Leicester again, uh, Southampton. Then they play Liverpool. But then they play FA Cup versus like a third tier team. And they play Wolves. And they play Huddersfield. And they play Newcastle. And finally, after all that, in February, they play Arsenal, Chelsea, Everton, back to back. So that's when it like gets tough for them. By then, they might be done and dusted, like you said. Like it's so far from that um, that it's just hard to see where they're gonna lose points. You know. Well, I think these this month, next, and February is where you really see if they, you know, they get ahead, how far they can get ahead. Because, like you said, there's no Champions League. There's uh, every every third week or something. There's the FA Cup or and or the 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 Carabao Cup uh, game. So they're just gonna put all of their other chips into into these Premier League games and if they get ahead bud it's it's game over it doesn't matter how they have so much quality that if they get so far ahead they put all their all their all their money uh, into the Champions League games and you know use you know the rotation squad for the Premier League and, they, and they'll still win the Premier League you know what I mean so yeah for, for real for so real. yeah Chelsea and Liverpool they gotta they gotta keep winning for as long as they can to put pressure on them because they put pressure on them then we'll see what City's made of yeah really because City really hasn't been under any type of big pressure because they just continue to win like by the time yeah. it's like time to press I guess it's like the league is over, you know. Um, yeah. Man City wins uh, three win against a strong Bournemouth team, um, but uh, you know having Leroy Sané, Bernardo Silva, and Sterling on the same team, it's like what type of headache is that, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. That's tough. Yeah, and uh, it, it's it's amazing that uh, Callum Wilson even got a goal in that game. I feel like you know, what right? I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I have my fantasy, but... Same here, but I still lost again. Yeah. Dude, you're seven and seven now. Like, yeah, like what happened? How the mighty have fallen. Yeah, big time, big time. Um, No, but uh, speaking about the mighty, let's talk about the mighty Liverpool, dude, that... uh, How did... Did you... I watched this game. I don't know if you did. I saw it, yeah. But holy shit, what was Pickford doing? Dude, what was he doing? If he would have just... That's an error right there. Like, if he would have just let it go... Right. It would have it would have been it would you know hit the net it would have been called out you know even if it bounced back in which it probably wouldn't have then they would you know they would have gone to VAR they would have seen it went out it wouldn't nothing would have counted and you know that would have been they would have got a point from it so but he was trying they was trying to be safe put both hands in it his hands kind of hit the goalpost yeah kind of messed up you know messed it up. And then, like, what is crazy though? Like, he it hits his hands, then it hits the goalpost twice. Yeah, and bounces into the field where so where this what's his name Opie something or whatever Origi. Thank you. He hasn't played in a year, right? The last and, time he played, he was against Everton and he scored that game. 
Yeah, there you go. So he hasn't played in a year. He literally went on a sabbatical. And for whatever reason, either because he just really thought something was going to happen or he was just so out of the game that he couldn't even, like, think, he just happened to be there. He went for the ball and heads it in with, like, his nose. Like yeah. no, I think he was in the right. Pl- he was at the right place, right time. Like he was, he was where he's supposed to be. Was he you know? though? He's, because he nobody was, else follow up those shots. But nobody well, else did. That's what I'm saying. Whatever it was, it was a shank. Sure, super but, shank. But you gotta follow those up. You never know what. What do your coaches always say? You they never follow know what's every shot. You gotta follow that shit up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Dude. That was hilarious. Though, like nobody but him was there. That was the funny yeah. part. That was the yeah, funny part. Um, so yeah, it was just a and weird it thing. Right into like in in his into his direction. Yeah, exactly. Like everything worked out perfectly. Uh, speaking of which, perfectly time things. Uh, how did you feel about Klopp running into the field celebrating that goal? He has like a ten thousand dollar fine now from the FA. Uh, do you think yeah. that's fair? Eight eight G's. He got fined. Okay, and okay. he got lucky to not be expelled for games. That's what you I know, thought yeah. was going to happen. He was going to get like suspended for a game or mm-hmm. two or something like and that. And you know what? It's hella funny. So this is what I got to say about that. Uh. I fully endorse it. I love it. I love every second of it. He's he's a charismatic. He's passionate. You know, he shows his emotions. You know what I mean? Like... And, and it's not just him. Like, anybody else done it, I would have been like, oh, that's tight. He's going to celebrate with his players. Right. I understand the other side of the coin where, like, it's disrespectful. You know, like, you can go celebrate with your players afterwards in the dressing room. You know, all these things, you know, you're, you're kind of like – it's basically a disrespect thing. You know what I mean? And you, you can't come onto the field. You got to stay in your technical area kind of thing. But like I thought it was I thought it was tight as fuck. Like I'll take eight G's fine for that. <laughs> right? That's a yeah, moment. I mean but you know what? If it was Mourinho or if it was like uh freaking I don't know anyone else, I feel like <laughs> they would have been like, Oh, two match band, oh one match band. Oh, if it if it was Mourinho, he for if sure would have got banned. That <laughs> is a sure. easy call, no problem. That would have been hilarious, you know? And I don't know, like, I thought it was tight. Nah, it was cool. I, I thought it was dope. I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, honorable mentions of game this week. Uh, West Ham beats Newcastle 3-1. Uh, Chichara puts in work, bro. He put in work she, this week. Mm-hmm. He looked like vintage. Yeah, the two goals. Yeah, he looks vintage. Both still inside the box. He's yet to fucking score a goal outside the box. Like, I don't know what the guy is doing. Last time he scored a goal outside the box, I think, was at Madrid with his left foot. Oh, and it was, like, literally right outside the box. Like, it was on the 18. Yeah. Yeah. Go. So, it's been a while. Um, what else happened this week? So what's wrong with Man United, dude? It's just is is it just is Mourinho just yeah? Is he tired? Like I was listening to this podcast today. I can't remember which one it was, but it literally said Mourinho's clothes is getting baggier by the day, and his jackets are getting bigger by the day. He's turning into arson already. Oh, like he's just like he's, he's just, just like done. He's I'm, I'm done. I'm comfortable. I don't care. Nobody's going to fire me or some shit. I don't know. I don't know what it is. No, I don't know. I think it's more... I think it's just more his players... 
don't really they I don't know if it's not like they don't trust him or they don't really care too much about him um it's, he's I feel like he's definitely the problem you know um they need a different style of play over there they need a different manager who's who like you said if you know if we're comparing him to arson you know who's actually going to coach him and not you know just give him direction and tell him how you want them to play and expect him to know exactly how you want them to play because they're professionals and they've been playing for you know lord knows how long you know what i mean well that that's why um, Mourinho always tries to get like you know experienced players like 28 yeah. and up like and that's why he always spends hella money because he gets those older players for a few seasons exactly. wins and then leaves the team in shambles usually yeah, unless when he was at Chelsea because he got a but, nice score he did that this time and you know he's got players well not all the players that he wanted he got but he did get mostly the defenders and that still hasn't worked out for him so it's you know it still comes down to him and his tactics and he's you know he maybe he only has plan a like pep but his plan a doesn't always work out so he definitely needs a plan b right right yeah he he i mean he's tactically a very genius player uh or excuse me genius coach coach um he didn't didn't play yeah he never played right he never Mm -hmm. played uh he was a mediocre goalkeeper according to sources uh (laughs) so he never played professional um yeah but so i just don't know dude like he's done so well with so many teams like that everybody felt like him at man united it was gonna work and he just i never thought that it just it never has it just never has worked like he it looks like he never got out of that weird slump when he left chelsea like it, it seemed like it just that slump continued yeah. Right. So it's just an interesting thing there, you know. Um, they he, he literally tied to like the last place team in the league. Yeah. What? And they were, I mean, good on him. More like good on the players um, for tying the game. Uh, good on Rashford. Fool. Rashford got like, no, dude, that was if he didn't score that. Yeah. Oh, this is first goal since. September? It's a very, it's a very long time. I'm yeah, keeping track of his goals. But I don't. Yeah, it's been a while, dude, since he scored, and it's that's it's, crazy. It's just such a shame. How do you how do you go down 2-0 to Southampton? Hey, and no, if, though. If, if you can do if if that can happen, then anybody can take it to Man United, and that's sad just because the quality of the players that they have. And that used to not be the case, dude. When Man United came that's to town, saying. people were scared. Teams, were, yeah. they were sitting. Now people go at Man United's throw and they're not expecting it. I don't know why. And then they get down 2-0. And then they're like, when they're playing catch-up, it's like Mourinho just gives them free reign. And then they start playing well. You know? But like, mm-hmm. but look, it's funny, though, because they, Man United plays... Let me see who they play here. Um, they play Arsenal tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, honestly, they might go over there and beat you guys because Mourinho tends to win, like, these high-important games. Like, he'll just figure well, some shit out tactically, and the players will be like, oh, okay, for this one game and show up, and then the next game they'll freaking lose to Newcastle 3-0. Yeah, and I agree with you on that. And that usually has been the case throughout his career. But the way this season has been going and, like, half of the season last season, I'm not scared of that. Like, I... 
I'm not scared that he's going to come with some brilliant fucking tactic and, and find us and find out, uh, you know, Arsenal, he's not going to find us out. You know what I mean? It's, I don't, I don't, I feel like it's not going to happen. I mean, we'll, and, and yet, I mean, he'll we'll still, see. And yet he'll still lose to Newcastle next week. Or it's Fulham next week, but yes. Fulham, and then he'll still, yeah. <laughs> he'll still lose you know that. that um, yeah, so it's just interesting, dude, how, how Man United has developed or how Mourinho has developed in the squad. Um, I, I told one of my friends, Victor, I said he's gone by December. Uh, it's already December, so and he's in the Champions League, so that's that's rough. Um, I think my prediction is wrong, so uh, maybe February. We'll see. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe a new coach is the best thing they can do. If not, then I don't know. I don't know where to take it. It's gotta be. It's gotta be in the books. If if yeah, like you said, if not January, for sure. Uh, in the summer, for sure. No, for sure. I don't. Bye bye. I don't think he he goes past this season. That that's for sure. No, he definitely doesn't. Cool. All There's right, man. No yeah. So uh, to keep it short, I think that's all the kind of games that we wanted to talk about there. Um, score lines for these midweek games, bro. Um, Today was Tuesday, December 4th, and Brighton takes Crystal Palace to the cleaners um, yeah. with 10 men on top of that. They were down. And, they, oh, my God, they were down 10. Oh, and they just took them to the cleaners. They didn't know what to do. I was hella mad because I got a Crystal Palace defender, and they got so Oh. I know, me too. Um, West Ham uh, wins 3-1. Uh, happy about that. I should have picked a different player from them, but it was okay. I still got my points there uh, for okay. fantasy. Um, Bournemouth, 2-1. Um, great choice to leave Wilson up there. Um, yeah. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, and then Man City beats Watford 2-1 with like 71% possession. But Watford had them by the coattails at the end, dude. They were pressing. Like Man City was had to throw in like an extra defender for the last like 10 minutes to make yes. sure that they didn't get like some weird goal conceded on them, you know? Tomorrow's games, bro, consists of Burnley, Liverpool, Fulham, Leicester, Wolves, Chelsea, um, Everton, Newcastle, Tottenham, Tottenham, Southampton, and Man United versus Arsenal. Uh, dude, that's that's the one, bro. We're gonna it's gonna be interesting how that one flows. Um, any games to watch that you have over the weekend uh, for the Premier League, bro? Or um, should we just leave that for another time? I mean, Chelsea, Man City is the one to watch on the weekend. Yeah. That was on Saturday. Yeah, most games are on Saturday. Yeah. yeah, that is the one. Most games are on Saturday. Um, outside of that, Leicester, Tottenham, dude, Leicester, you know, has been playing well and squeezing out games. So you never know. Um, with Tottenham having Champions League on that following week, they might catch an L on that one. That would be amazing for Chelsea and the people above Tottenham. Um, yeah, it's going to be a tough, it's going to be a tough month. There's what, oh no, like there's so many games. games left. There's so many games. Yeah, and then we, Arsenal, and then Arsenal plays Spurs again for the uh, Carabao Cup. Oh no way, you guys draw on oh, the 18th what? or something. What? Yeah. I didn't even see so that. So that's going to be the game uh, that weekend or yeah, during, during the, the week. week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's going to be the game. So that's going to be, see, we have, we have so many games. Games, yeah, it's there's crazy. just so many games to watch and keep up with. Cool, bro. Um, let's take a quick break and we'll be back to talk Liga MX. Remember, guys, you can find all our podcasts on SoundCloud, TuneIn, and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, leave us a review. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Now back to your show. Hey, everybody. 
everybody. Welcome back to the London Rivals uh, part two, if you will, uh, Liga, uh, Ligia time. And uh, before we get into all that, remember to uh, follow us on uh, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, like our posts. Uh, every, so, every so often we put a, a really clever post up there. And uh, so just just like it and uh, show, show some love. Um, also, we do have, I want to remind everybody that we do have merch uh, that you can check out uh, on redbubble.com. Um, sweater shirts, uh, uh, backpacks, stickers, phone cases, whatever you're fancy. Um, check that out as well. I'll post something uh, later today. And uh, just give it a just give it a look. Uh, and on, on to the main event. To the main event. Uh, <laughs> the important part of the Liga Mekis, because nothing of it else counts. Realistically. Well, yeah, realistically, yeah, it doesn't. Uh, but let's talk about uh, the first game, I guess. Obviously, America Toluca is what I want to get into. Uh, America advancing in Leguia after the 3-2 uh, second leg against Toluca. And like I said, bro, this was, and I still feel this way, our toughest toughest two games toughest team that we have to play you know the first the first uh first round here and uh now that we got that out of the way i feel like we could go all the way but um all the way to the final at least um because i feel like kususu will make it to the final as well and then that's when it'll be a little bit trickier but for us at least i think that toluca was our toughest opponent Right. Um, no, I, I I might agree with that. I was uh, I I was more leaning towards Toluca, but you guys came out real hot and in, in, in Toluca and just took it to them. Um, yeah, and they the they didn't. Again. Yeah, they didn't expect it. Honestly, Fast like. Start. Uh, Oh yeah, fast start. Uh, they didn't expect it. They didn't see that coming. And I didn't expect you guys to score so many damn goals over two legs. What five goals in two legs, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I was very surprised about because it's not like you guys have been scoring, but not like in abundance like that. You guys had a couple games where you scored like five goals in one game, and that's why your guys just like goal scoring uh, throughout the season was high. Yeah. But it wasn't mm-hmm. like it wasn't like oh, every game you're scoring three, three, two, three. It was like you guys were winning. Most games one zero two one, you know, uh, a, lo, a lo maximo, and, and then, and then this game, I mean, two goals and three goals in the other one, and Toluca was like, "Whoa, what happened here?" You know? Yeah, I know, dude. Um, and it's been a team effort, really, this whole season, and will continue to be a team effort because if you look on the top goal score list, uh, the only one that we have up there is Oribe, I believe. And I think he has five, and that puts him on like seven or eight of the top goal scorers for the season. So right. it's more—it's more of a team effort. Uh, every the goals are spread around, and and you know sometimes it's not about having the best player. You know, you know, scoring the most goals, unless you're Messi, you know, and Barca. But, <laughs> Um, it's it's a team effort and the goals go around and you get rewarded for it. Right. Um, this game was crazy because um, it was very high tempo, very physical. Um, 
and the goals came from like everywhere kind of like likely sources you know what i mean really i felt like Uh, it came everywhere dude freaking you're two right back scored like yeah well that's what i'm saying but (laughs) just as far as like just we'll look at the way that they scored and like the play you know Uh what i mean like this is typical for that play you know what i'm saying um and it didn't help toluca they got a red card rodrigo salinas got a red card in the 51st minute and then after that like america knows how to take advantage of a team with a man down you know what i mean yeah especially Um, when toluca was coming at you guys like oh america plays great with space like counterattacks is their cup of tea for herrera man yeah and and i mean freak um with uh, what's his name, Sambu and uh, William, uh, on their on Toluca now, like they they got America's number. Like they know the players, they know the system, they know how Piojo plays and wants to play and things like that. And so then then they combine so well, and those are the two players that scored for Toluca. Uh, yeah, they did. First Sambu and then William. So sheesh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not lie. I had me I had me you know holding on to the edge of my seat, like, <laughs> but even with a Toluca tie in the second game you know America's will still have uh, gone up because uh, they were like gone I said through. earlier um, yeah. higher in the table than, than Toluca so you know and that's that's where the, the table comes in bud you know yeah, that's guys, why that, we that's it when it is important deal. yeah that's that is when it is important when you finish in a certain spot and it comes down to a situation like this um, and, and speaking of which I mean hey bro it's lining up like you guys are not going to play a single game outside of Mexico dude like yeah, Mexico it, City Dude, it seems like that, right? So, um, and that'd be good for us, you know what I mean? Don't yeah, let's travel. travel, don't yeah. have to go very far. And shit, like I said, if it was Cruz Azul America in the final, all the games are gonna be in Azteca, yeah, and both games, you both know? games, yeah, that which it will be pretty sick. Um, on the other end of that table, uh, Tigres had beaten Pumas 2 1. Um, in the first game, and I, I personally, dude, I was thinking, okay, yeah, ganaron el primer partido dos uno, like in, I think it was in el Estadio Universidad, right, um, el Volcán, um, and then I was like, oh, it's a wrap, bro. But Pumas came out with like super high intensity and like closed out the game so strong and it made beat. Tigres, bro, which is like, you know, one of the top teams and, and obviously they don't get to to do this, uh, their playoff run again, but um, I think honestly, this whole Mexico selección thing with Tuca fucked them up. Like, real talk, like they started going downhill ever since Tuca, like, took these little breaks in between weeks and stuff like that, and we talked about it, how a week before La Liguilla, Tuca had to be in Argentina playing some trash as games and it showed maybe dude I mean they won the first game but the second game tactically they were not ready yeah dude uh, we mentioned it uh, all throughout the this half of this, the beginning of the season that like you said Tuca is out there with Mexico and just not giving time to Tigres whether you know I mean he has no choice essentially and, and that I think at the end of the day uh, made it so you know Tigres you know didn't win this one um, and they were and you know it was still 
and and, and that, I think that just shows how good Tigres team actually is. If they had Tuca there, you know, training day in day out during those international breaks, then they'd be you know they'd be so much they'd be more so much more insane, so much better, you know, feeding off each other, and they totally could have won that game. Um, the second game as well as the first one, you know, right. No, I, I agree. I think that hurt them a lot. Um, but, you know, kudos to Pumas. They they put in work, and and you never know, bro. They might be so pumped and juiced about, you know, beating Tigres. They're going to come at you guys hot, and it's it's going to be a – I don't think it's going to be an easy game. I see America pulling this out. Um, but, but, you know, you got to be careful, dude. You never know. The surprises. Um, on the other side of the table, uh, Monterrey just – took I mean they took it to Santos Santos like we said they didn't score a lot they defended really well and in this one they didn't score at all I think that's the worst dude like when you don't score a single goal over two legs that means you just yeah. you you just didn't bring it like like yeah. you just can't you know that cannot cannot be something that happens to you when you're a defensive team like you have to like score goals you know um, especially when you play Monterrey which they have just players all over the pitch just to take it to you Pizarro um este como se llama uh, oh my god brain fart brain fart Fortis Mori yeah who uh, scored one Ortiz Montes dude I mean these are Pabon, good yeah, yeah, yeah so it's a good good attacking team and they showed it dude and, and their goals I mean Funes Mori that Chilena in the first half oh, yeah. in the first game was lovely dude lovely lovely um, yeah, they had a great game, dude. Yeah, overall, yeah, overall, really good. Santos does not retain their title, gets a run at the back to back. Um, and then on the other side of the table, there, uh, just like we thought, dude, Cruz Azul put in work, uh, 1 2 0, and then tied 1 1 the second game. We didn't really see it any any less than that. But a kudos to Querétaro, because honestly, they got. What a, a new coach three four weeks into the season something like that mm-hmm. um, and then they made playoffs and, and they got stuck playing the first place team um, which is uh, firing hot Cruz Azul and, and what are you going to do right when, when when that's the case when like their bankroll is twice as much <laughs> as, as yours you know like your players are like players on loan and their players are like all bought players that are hella expensive yeah totally um, but yeah like you said kudos to them to even making it to the league yeah and pulling that through over all the other clubs yeah. with the uh, with the new coach, well, with the coach three weeks in, um, and but like you said, yeah, I just I didn't think they'd be able to beat Kishisun with the powerhouse having the top goal scorer on their team, um, and uh, just doing putting in work. Um, so the next round of games. Um, it's going to be Monterrey versus Cruz Azul, and that starts tomorrow. Uh, when, what's tomorrow, Tuesday? This, yeah, tomorrow, Wednesday, December 5th. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then um, they play the the second leg um, would be on Saturday. on Saturday, December 8th. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And then Pumas America, like we said, uh, on Thursday and then on Sunday again. Yep. Uh, and then the winner of those yeah, plays the final. Uh, yeah. And do you want to... 
Do you want to kind of predict who at least be in the final? Yeah, no, I mean, let's just predict it game by game. I, I'm going to say I got, what okay. did, we, did we get, or I don't know if we voted the same. So you picked America to get through. I didn't. Yeah. We both picked Tigres, so we got that wrong. Yeah. Um, I picked Monterrey and I picked Cruz Azul. I don't know if yeah, you. Same. Same, okay. So you clearly are winning right now. Clearly. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take. I'm going to go for a sleeper, bro. And I'm going to say Monterrey beats Cruz Azul. Oh. Yes. I'm going for that sleeper. I'm going to say Monterrey beats Cruz Azul. What? And I'll say that America beats Pumas, and it's a Monterrey-America final. No. Yes. It could happen. Yeah, I know uh, you. I mean, look, dude, don't get me wrong. A classical hole in final, both games in El Azteca sounds epic AF. Yeah, and that hasn't happened in a while, actually. So and, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. And uh, realistically, if that's the case, we clearly know that Cruz Azul is going to win the final because that's the last time they won a final was in El Azteca X amount of years ago. So, you know, history does repeat itself. And being a Chivas fan, I'll take anybody to win over America. So there you go. Those are my uh, things. And I say, since I'm going with America in the final, Monterrey beats America in the final. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have to hate, well, bro. I have to hate. Of course. Hey, 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 hey. You should put that jingle in there. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, obviously, I'm the exact opposite. I have America being Pumas, uh, Cruz Azul winning uh, their match in Clásico Joven uh, final, two-game final with a... Uh, oh, that one's tough. Um, I was like, remove the bias. Don't be a fan. <laughs> yeah. Who really has the better team at the moment? With, with Cruz Azul uh, beating America in the final. But, uh, you know, my, my inner Aguila says, you know, uh, Azul Crema all the way. But uh, realistically, yeah, like I said, probably Cruz Azul has it. But, you know, we'll take it game by game. Yeah, okay, we'll see what happens. Us. Cool, cool. Um, anything else to talk about from Liga Yankees other than the USA national team, bro, announces their coach, and we still in Mexico haven't announced our coach. And I get it. What's his name? Is with Atlanta, and he's playing the playoffs, so we can't do it yet. Yeah, but it's annoying. It's just well, everybody I mean, knows. It, honestly, it's not annoying for me. I'll tell you why. I'm because listening. we unofficially we know who's going to be right. Uh, I am not 100 percent behind it in the first place. Okay. So I'm kind of like the more they push it off and wait, then maybe they'll change their mind. I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about that, dude. <laughs> no, it's, they probably won't. But, yeah, no. You know, I just you know, it's kind of like I announce it, don't announce it. I really don't care. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wasn't all for it at first. Also, you know who I wanted in, in Almeida to be the coach of, of Mexico. That was my pick for 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 that time. But um, it didn't go that way. Um, cool, bro. So I think that's pretty much all we have. Anything else? Oh, other than the freaking final of uh, the Copa Libertadores this weekend, right on Saturday. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. going to be played in Madrid, no? In Madrid. Yes, in El Bernabeu with special guests Messi and Ronaldo invited. Messi oh, wow. accepted the invitation. Ronaldo, of course, declined it. Um, he course. wants nothing to do with Spain right now. Absolutely nothing. Um, go back. Yeah, he, he just doesn't 
want anything to do with that. Um, miscellaneous stuff. I cut my hair after three years. Yes. Um, so I have short yeah, hair yeah. now. I didn't recognize you when I saw you this uh, this weekend. This weekend, like, right? That? No, yeah. My girlfriend kept dropping the joke like, oh, everybody meet my new boyfriend. Hi, man. Yeah. Everybody was like, oh, shit. It's, it's hi, man. She like, was all about she it. She was all about it, dude. AD. Yeah, she dude. Loved she, she, she loved it. She cut your hair for hella days. Yeah, for hella days. I think so. Yeah, I think it was about time, dude. But no, my my soccer friend's like, who the who the hell is you? And what did you do? Oh, I walked into work. Like my my work. Uh, at work, half nobody. Hasa Hyman's gone. Where is he? Right, like at work, nobody's ever seen me with short hair because obviously yeah. I started there a year ago, a little bit yeah. more than a year ago. Um, so I walk in today, and one of my coworkers, uh, Alan, um, that he actually has his own podcast about sports. It's called uh, Styles Files. Check it out. He's a pretty funny guy. Um, he's all like, um, "I didn't see you in the new employee email. Who are you?" <laughs> He clearly know he clearly knew it was me, but it it was funny. It was really funny. Um yeah, but outside of that, man, good times, good times. Um, I'll be in Mexico actually next week. Um, oh, shit. So I'll be watching the the Liga MX. Where are you going to the games? Where are you going to be? Actually, I'll be in Durango. So the closest thing that would have been to yeah, me would have been if Santos would have won, but they lost. Um, and I'm only there for a week. I'm going to visit my grandma uh, in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, long time no see him, but sound like a terrible grandchild. Um, but yeah, You're dude, horrible. I'm going to be out there. So I don't know how we're actually. We might have to skip next week's pod uh, because I don't have Wi-Fi. So yeah, That's true. yeah. So th- there you go, guys. Okay. Now you know. Um, or Eddie might just do it by himself. Maybe I don't know. We'll, we'll figure something happens. out. Um, yeah, dude. I think that's all I got to say. I don't know. I can't really think of anything else that. Uh, uh, I yeah. like to mention that Juve is undefeated in the oh, City Hats. So, uh, top goal scorer. <laughs> so. I throw you, that out there wait, wait, did you get the jersey yet? <laughs> no. The <laughs> no. bullshit is still in backwater. I swear to God, it got lost or stolen or something. Oh my God, dude, that is hilarious. I swear, I told you guys, my jersey way before, like, I got it maybe like three months ago now, two months ago. That is hilarious. Yeah, dude. right, dude. Oh my God, it's crazy. That's what I don't you know. Get. I almost want to be like, hey, like, is this shit shift yet like no okay we'll cancel it cancel it yeah yeah I'll wait till like the end of the year when it's like hella cheaper that that might be a good call at this point dude um, yeah man another cool oh, thing oh, oh go, go for, for it. it no you go first no you first okay, okay, okay I okay. first okay I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Okay. Um, I, I don't really want to like you know uh, plug anything else on here but this is I love this show this is so funny it's on YouTube Okay. Um, it's called The Champions. I don't know if Dude, you've seen we, that. We always gotta plug that. It's about soccer, bro. And it's hilarious. Bro, it's hella yes. funny. It's because it, I don't really like the Bleacher Report. That's why I don't really like. I like the Bleacher Report. I get it. okay. That's and fine. And so fine. they're the ones who make it, and they're on. Uh, this is the first season, and they're on like episode eight. They come out with like a new episode like every like three weeks or. I've four only weeks watched or two episodes. I don't know why. I need to watch them from the get go. Oh no! You need to watch them from the beginning. They're freaking hilarious yeah. and then this past week the i just watched it today so did i uh, the new one was oh, hella funny it's hella funny so everybody anybody wants to check that out check that out on uh, youtube a bleach report uh the champions is what it's called yeah um and yeah super, quick super quick funny. spoiler about that neymar dies just letting you guys yeah. know <laughs> 
<laughs> letting you guys know. Or did he? Or did he, right? Uh, we don't want to. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. That's why I said oh, that, okay. bro. That's why I said that. Okay. Oh, really, really quick. That last, last thing before we sign off completely. Um, just because uh, Eddie was talking about like our merch and, and stuff like that. Um, check out um, the Oakland Roots. They got merch and shirts um, and hats uh, all available online now through Oaklandish which is really cool also and you know we support them as much as they support us because they've allowed us to interview them and it's really cool and um, we, we're going to continue hopefully you know to talk to them and see how that all is developing um, so check out their gear um, I don't know if I put po- did I post it on Instagram um, the hat that they sent us or sent me because I, I won it yeah. okay good I did post it on Instagram so um, for all you guys check it out uh, give it a like and give it a share man uh, really cool design especially um, for us Oakland natives with the lake right in the middle which I thought was super sick design at the end of the day uh, okay that's all I got for today dude I am sick AF and my throat is about to go just donezo so um, that being said bro what do we need man Ganas. all we need is guys. alright guys later <laughs>